of Sri Nisargadatta Maharaj. In the great mirror of consciousness, images arise and disappear, and only memory gives them continuity. And memory is material, destructible, perishable, transient. On such flimsy foundations, we build a sense of personal existence, vague, intermittent, dreamlike. This vague persuasion, I am so-and-so, obscures the changeless state of pure awareness, makes us believe that we are born to suffer and to die. so used in the West here to think that in order to uh, attain something or become something uh, special, that we have to work at it, we have to practice something, we have to do something in order to become something. That is how we are educated. When it comes to the Absolute Truth, all the Advaita teachers, including Maharaj, have told us very succinctly that we already are what we seek. And all the exercises and methods, in fact, are futile. But we may have to go through them for many, many years in order to realize that. Maharaj wastes no time at all. He goes straight to the issue of the I am, and he says there is nothing you need to become. All that is required is a change in understanding only. You have merely to understand what you are not, and what you are will become very clear at that point. So it is very, very different from the progressive ways which can go on forever and perhaps never, never arrive at what they seek. Sri Nisargadatta Maharaj lived in a building on 10th Lane in the Ketwadi district of Bombay. He lived a simple life and yet people came from all over the globe to sit in that room and ask him questions. Questions about their own true nature. You'll find that some parts of the recording are not present because ironically somebody decided to stop the tape machine whenever Maharaj spoke at length. However, the integrity of the recording still remains. 
so she said that flame will last so long as the fuel is there. Is there any question of emancipation or awakening for that flame? So what comes into being because of material that is the body and the speck of consciousness? That as an entity, how can there be any emancipation for it? Something which comes out of the material. So the one which is there prior to the arising of anything from the material, he is always there. Something which comes as a strange thing must disappear also by itself, just without reason. Anything that has come spontaneously may disappear spontaneously. And I, as such, and separate from it, and only the witnessing of whatever that is strange is seen. Anything that is natural, there is no question of seeing. Anything that is strange and comes upon me is witness. So he said, this is the knowledge which I have. And the knowledge, this consciousness which comes temporarily, spontaneously, what we do is, we use that consciousness to conceptualize and have concepts through our intelligence. We use our mind and intelligence to build up a structure of concepts. But what I speak is not based on the intelligence, but whatever springs up spontaneously in that consciousness. He says, again understand the difference. What I say springs spontaneously in that consciousness. And what we try to do is to adjust that which he speaks about, that knowledge which, he's, which springs spontaneously from consciousness, we try to adjust it with this structure of concepts which we build out of our mind and intellect. He said, it can never happen. And only those who receive what I say, what comes out spontaneously by itself, those who try to receive it also spontaneously, they will progress, they will understand. But those who try to assimilate it along with this forest or structure of concepts that, that they have built, that is impossible. First, there must be vacation. First, that structure of concepts must be vacated before the knowledge which Maharaj gives can come in. And those who insist on clinging to this concept, he, he asks them to leave because they are wasting their time. Others who are knowledgeable but they don't speak on the lines that I try to make the subject clear. So I said, that is so. But I said, those who have listened to the others and have tried to understand it, get stuck at a particular point. So those people who have thought about it, who have worked on it, and come here and get stuck at a point, when they come here, they get released. So he says, that is because those who are stuck come here with a vibrant need. And that need is satisfied. That need which arises in consciousness, that need gets satisfied. He says, when you listen to me, Krishnamurti said, just listen, 
डोंट ट्राई टू लिसन टू द स्क्रीन ऑफ यूर कॉन्सेप्ट विच यू ब्रॉट यूर गिव ऑल यूर कॉन्सेप्ट एंड जस्ट लिसन एंड महाराज से दे जस्ट लिसन टू मी एंड जस्ट मेडिटेट दे डोंट ट्राई टू कन्फ्रंट हीज टॉक विथ वॉट एवर नॉलेज आव गॉट और वॉट एवर कॉन्सेप्ट आव गॉट एज अदर पीपल डू नॉर्मली दे दे वॉन्ट टू अर्ग्यू विथ महाराज अर्ग्यूमेंट मीन्स यू आव गॉट द शील्ड ऑफ युअर कॉन्सेप्ट फॉलो सो वॉट महाराज सिंग हियर नो मेन यंगर पीपल दे लिसन दे जस्ट लिसन सो कृष्णमूर्ति ऑल्सो दे यू जस्ट लिसन Don't bring any concepts. That's the basic, you know. He starts with. Now I can go and understand anybody. I can understand at what level he is talking. I will not decry, you know, what he says. I know he is talking only up to this level. He may not give you the entire scheme of the spirituality. They may not. They tell you only deal with the part. Here you get the whole show. The whole landscape is presented here. going on about miracle that happen so mara says no miracle that can happen in in the universe of the world has any impression on me because he says i know that when i know that the greatest miracle is this entire universe being contained in a speck of consciousness what can be a greater miracle than this and that is the uh, that is the manifestation which takes place therefore is no miracle has any influence he said someone came here and he said you merely close your eyes and sit and i'll take you round the tour of india i'll take you to himalayas he said merely close your eyes and sit so maras told him he said that is very simple i know what can happen but he said whatever you say will be seen as appearances in consciousness and the other person will see and hear exactly what you say the other person will see and hear the other person will merely be sitting in one place nothing is going to uh, happen but he said in any case as far as i am concerned he said whatever you say will have no effect He says number of people have come here and tried to influence his mind, but he says he, he has never had any experience of his mind being influenced by anyone or anything else. He says that this may appear like like a dream, as in a dream, which seems very very real. He says whatever you say will happen. Will happen only in a sort of dreamlike state. फ्यूचर with the greatest of conviction through the grace of my guru that i have no beginning and no end but since you have the same consciousness as i have whatever you say the effect is bound to be there 
but the effect will be on yourself. It will boomerang on you. So he says, if you try and predict something as far as I am concerned, you do so at your own peril. So he was very friendly with a bucky for 12 years. And he could, he could foretell all kinds of things. Once a, a friend of his was going to come and see Maharaj. So he, said, he told this Paki, this friend, that he is going to see Maharaj. So this Paki tells him, don't go now. You won't see him because he has gone to the bazaar. But nevertheless the friend came. And then he found exactly as he was told that Maharaj was not there. He couldn't see him. Various other things. So the, the Paki was so fond of Maharaj that he knew that the end of his end had come. So he told Maharaj that I have lot of these powers. I can't take those powers with me. So I shall give all those powers to you. So Maharaj told him, this kind of an exchange can only take place between two individuals. And my individuality has been given up long time ago. I have made the, a, a final exchange of my individuality with my Guru. I have given up my individuality. So who is there to accept your power? So he said the Fakir was absolutely dumbfounded when he heard this. That he is offering all this wealth to someone and the, 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 all that is being rejected outright. Continuous changes are taking place. Changes make, that is the suffering, physical suffering in the body, which are felt by consciousness. He says he's, he understands this, and all that happens is that only the witnessing of all that suffering takes place. And he says, I know with conviction that nothing of that kind can affect I that I am. One Westerner who found their way to this room was a woman called Jean Dunn. The first day I was there, he said that the consciousness that was in me and in him and in <laughs> that donkey out there and Sri Krishna was the same consciousness. No, no, no way. So I right away went to Victoria Station, tried to get a ticket home and back to the ashram. No. I couldn't get a seat for a week. <laughs> Just stay a week. Uh, so that's how I got there. Jean transcribed many tapes and published three books, which are now well known. Jean is actually present in this meeting 
and you will hear her voice towards the end of this program. Mara said that individuality of mind has been given up so long ago that he know that it is now clearly understood that there is no birth and there is not going to be any death either. Whatever changes take place, <coughs> take place in the physical part of it, which is cognized by the consciousness. This is now anything that takes place, as the earlier miracles or something wonderful, all that happens is the, the wonder part of it is seen, acknowledged and appreciated, but only as movements in consciousness. Similarly, he says, the lady has been giving medicine. The medicines are taking, making some changes. The changes in the physical part, again, the changes cognized by the consciousness. All this is being seen and witnessed more or less like an entertainment. Entertainment merely to pass time. But he, there's no question of any involvement, because involvement only the individual can get involved. And his individuality has been given up long time. Other examples are the same thing. He said the cold comes and gone. During the cold, the body will shiver. When the cold goes, the body will stop shivering. He said the, uh, the medicines are given. The medicines may work miracles on the body. And anything else, similarly, the changes take place only in the body and cognized by the consciousness. But anything to get involved in, the individuality is, must be there. Since I have no individuality, there is no question of my getting involved. I am totally separate and witnessing of what, whatever takes place is what is, is happens. To come here, they come here with a certain purpose. <laughs> they come, if they come here to get knowledge, I talk because the, the words naturally come out. The intention behind, there is no intention behind my talk. There is no intention behind my talk that you should get knowledge. Others may come here because they are in some difficulties, personal difficulties. Again, I make no determination that those difficulties should go away. The fact remains that in many cases, such difficulties do disappear. But what happens? He says those difficulties naturally disappear, probably because the place has some sanctity. But that the fact that the person has come here only means that the end of his difficulties is near and therefore he happens to be here. But there is no definite mental decision that those difficulties should disappear. He merely sits here, people come and go. When they come, he respects them. But if they don't come, he is not concerned. He is mentioning this in this talk which is basically 
for people who seek knowledge. Those who come here with a specific purpose, that they happen to have come here because there is an end of the difficulty, this he doesn't tell them. He just doesn't tell them anything. But he mentions this today because for, for those who are here today, they have come in seeking knowledge. Isn't it a, an amusing thing that people come here seeking my address 5,000 and 10,000 miles distance, whereas the people who are here in the Khetwadi and five minutes walk, many of them not, are not aware of this place and what happens here. People come here from long distances. This is why. Because the consciousness feels the need of coming here. Therefore, the physical body comes here. The individual doesn't come here because of his mental decision or intellectual decision to come here. Consciousness, Mara says, consciousness takes him by the ear and sends him here. <laughs> <laughs> Next door, neighbors don't come here, but people from all corners of the world come here with a sense of urgency. He says, why? He says, you know, Paul King thinks himself to be superior to you. So if you talk to him, he will demolish you. First time I came here to show me my eye, I Krishna's consciousness is the same as the donkey. I tried, to get, I tried to get a reservation on the train back that day, but I couldn't. <laughs> there was no reservation. <laughs> Talented and well-known people have come here, but they have come here with great humility. essential point of his teaching is that we already are absolutely free and that there is nothing that we have to do or make or become or change ourselves into. We simply have to see the truth of life, which is that we are not this body nor this mind, that they are a play of elements, if you will, and that when we understand that, there comes this extraordinary happiness and freedom. That's all.
You have been listening to the Urban Guru Cafe. The Urban Guru Cafe is produced in Australia.